0: It's the Geeky Waffle Podcast. This week, we're talking about The Muppets Christmas Carol and why it's pretty much the best Christmas movie of all time. I'm Candace, and with me is Brie. Hello. Vanessa. Hey. And Arzu. Hi. So you guys agree with me, right? It's the best, yes. Oh, absolutely. 100%. It's just a classic. I actually vividly remember seeing this in theaters. That tells you how old I am. My mom asked me if I wanted to see it in the afternoon or the evening, and I was like, "The evening," because that's what adults do. And I'm like a toddler, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Let's let's go see it." And it just, this story has been told so many times, right? Like you but can not think the, of, but
1: not, but not with Michael Caine.
0: That okay? Yeah. Michael Caine <laughs> is on my list of why this works so well.
2: Yes, absolutely. But also, the Muppets are, in in general, the best thing ever,
0: Yes, in okay, my,
2: my humble opinion.
0: <laughs> I think the, like, Michael Caine contrasts with the Muppets is what makes it work so well. He told the director, Brian Henson, I'm going to play this movie like I'm working with the Royal Shakespeare Company. Yeah. I will never wink. I will never do anything muppet Muppety. didn't think I was gonna ever say that I know um, he's
2: like I will never do anything Muppety no I can't you. do a good Michael Cain. I'm sorry but
3: that's like that's the strength of the movie because they're all kind of being Muppety about it especially yes. um Gonzo and Rizzo but then he's just playing it so straight that despite all the silliness you have to take the movie seriously
0: well yeah, that's he's comedy
2: a... for you too because he is taking it so seriously that's what makes it so funny
0: he's the yeah. ultimate straight man and a yes. comedy
2: yes he really is He's like, "This is my character. Muppets can't get to me." Um, but how brilliant is it that Gonzo and Rizzo are the narrators of this movie? Like it's so good.
0: So and it really good. helps. like for kids at least, you know, as a child, like they keep you engaged.
3: Yeah, it's like it's like somebody there to tell you, like not to worry. they they're gonna walk you through the story. And I love that they don't shy away from using text from a Christmas Carol. Like, yeah, they, they yeah. just yeah. liberally sprinkle it in there.
0: The script actually contains more Dickinson prose taken from the book's narrative than any other adaption. There you go. Because oh, oh, Gonzo says he is Charles Dickens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe he is. We don't know.
2: Yeah, really we weren't we alive then. We haven't seen him. <laughs> and like yeah. Rizzo says, I'm just gonna hear it to eat.
0: Yeah, Rizzo... Uh, Rizzo's got some of the best lines. Oh, he's the best. I love him. Actually, I
3: actually love Gonzo playing off of Rizzo, like the bit where Rizzo falls onto the Christmas um the Christmas oh. goose and he like burns his feet and he's in pain and Gonzo's like, You have all the fun. I'm like,
0: What? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I love it it is great because the narrators become into the movie. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. And there's like the fourth wall breaking a lot. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Muppets can just get away with the fourth wall breaking anytime. They can get away 100%. they can get
1: away with a lot of things, which I, which, <laughs> yeah. which again is what makes this this movie so, you know, so so awesome because it is it is a little different and it is a little more, you know, in your face and of course, yes, there's like the Muppety aspect of everything. So, there is that humor, but there's also there's also a lot of, like, just, like, real, you know, like, man, you just punched me right in the feels kind of thing. <laughs> oh.
0: Oh, my God. I know. So, okay. So there's always the three ghosts. And you guys remember the ghost of Christmas past is that child who's, like, terrifying. floating. Oh, Perifying. yeah. Was- showed, if, <laughs> thi-
1: if that thing showed up in my bedroom, I would probably just die right there. Yeah. Of fear. No absolutely not and that's the thing is like I know it's supposed to be like an innocent little thing but like just the the way that they made it like so like a flowy ethereal and yet like so like pale and washed out and like the again I think I texted you guys this the other day but the (laughs) voice the voice just reminded me of like the Doctor Who like you know (laughs) orbs that served the master and like that made it extra terrifying (laughs) for me so I was just like uncomfortable that entire time.
2: yeah i you guys know me i like the spooky ookies i wouldn't like that <laughs> it's too much for you <laughs> it, yeah it's it's a child for one and
0: i children are creepy
2: children are, children creepy. are creepy. creepy i mean that's why we have the omen right like children are creepy <laughs> well um <laughs> it, it is highly disturbing of a muppet like i love the muppets I love the Muppets. I watch the Muppets just to feel better. Um, that one would not make me feel good.
0: So <laughs> do you guys know how they created that effect? Because this is back in the early 90s. No. I mean, was it
2: like a little I, I CGI or no? No,
0: no. it's a CGI. They had a puppet on a rod and they submerged it in baby oil and water to get the floating effect. And they filmed it on a blue blue screen. Wow. wow. That's really cool. See? Practical
3: effects work. I yeah. know they, they put it in like a dedicated tank to do this, but just the idea of like swimming in a pool and suddenly this thing materializes in front of me is <laughs> oh going God. to haunt my nightmares. Oh, no.
2: God. Can you imagine if you're like in swim class and then just saying Ooh.
3: I would drown. <laughs> I would drown.
1: <laughs> Great. Now I can't this... go swimming ever again.
3: <laughs> yes, you can. It's fine. Jaws was nothing. This is the real fear. I
2: this is know. The real fear. It really is. <laughs> sharks don't inherently mean to kill you that baby
1: thing no. hes out I, for blood <laughs> to be fair she was she was very kind so like it's not her fault that she just looks <laughs> horrifying
3: but she's so scary would you have a chance to understand that she means no harm and she's very kind or would you well just... i mean
1: I, I he had really no choice <laughs> <laughs> And, I mean, you know, I think at that point he was more, you know, like, he was was more affected by just seeing, you know, obviously his past in person. Mm -hmm. Right. That he probably just, like, started forgetting about Creepy Child next to him.
3: He's also probably maxed out from having seen... Jacob and Robert Marley like 5 minutes ago right like, his, his fear has hit yeah. the roof. He's yeah, like, I said, like I can't possibly freak out anymore.
1: Yeah, like okay, this is happening. I guess let's just dive in. Well. <laughs> I After do that, that when they number. appear
3: though. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> yeah, we're Marley, and
1: Marley. Let's just talk about the the yeah, the past, the past like experience for a bit. Because I think that that was, you know, like and obviously we all we all know the story. We all know what's happening. Um but again, something about Michael Caine. <laughs> <laughs> just watching it, like he immediately starts starts like you can see him start to open up a bit, even just seeing this like little glimpse of his past. Yeah, you know, and it's like it's a really it's a really beautiful thing to watch, and it's sad because like obviously you're starting to to, to get to see like how he became the person that he is today, um, and so like the 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 boy part. Well, that was the thing, is that, like, as he was, when he was a little boy, it, aside from the fact that he was just, like, let's just work, no Christmas, like, I, I didn't really understand why he was, is he an orphan? Like, what, what, what happen there? I think he
3: only, I, I don't remember this very well, but I think he only lives with his, like, older sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they cut the yeah. sister
0: and changed it to Sam so, the Eagle. Yeah.
3: Okay. So, it might be that he just doesn't have a family to go home to, which mm-hmm. is why he, I guess then in the present day pushes his nephew away because this has never been his association with Christmas like family right. is not is not his thing
1: I don't know if this was just me but did he not sound a little bit like Yoda I don't know if maybe <laughs> it's just that you know just a lot of Star Wars happening lately but there were definitely times where I'm like you this doesn't sound this sounds like Yoda. Um, <laughs>
0: <A little laughs> you bit. do know he's voiced by Frank Oz right there
1: uh, maybe <laughs>
0: They're both voiced by Frank Oz, so that's it. Yeah, I think my
3: favorite thing is that Miss Piggy is also voiced by Frank Oz. So anytime oh, she's like 100%. standing there saying anything, I'm just mentally replacing it with Yoda to see if it makes it funnier. <laughs>
1: oh, Kermy! Well, then that makes sense then. Oh, Kermy! <laughs> Kermy! Oh,
3: yeah.
2: Kermy! Oh, yeah, I can't do a good Yoda either. I'm I'm lacking, guys. I'm sorry. okay. It's early okay. over there.
1: But yeah, the um, so that part that part was definitely like, you know, you can start to see a little bit how he was formed. But then obviously the the biggest part that 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 has affected him is what they learn late was what they learn next, which is, you know, he meets this this beautiful woman and he's you know, he's they fall in love. And apparently a few years later, she's like, hey, we're still not married. What's what's the deal? And he's just like, well, we don't have the money to really, like, create a life for ourselves. And then she just leaves because she's like, well, you probably don't love me anymore. And I'm like, wait, uh, this is the modern condition.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay, Vanessa. (laughs) Vanessa, do you guys know about the song, When the Love is Gone? I did. Okay. So I actually have this on Blu-ray, so it's included. There's a whole song between Belle and Ebenezer. Wait, uh what? That... Yeah, it's called When the Love is Gone, and she sings about how it used to be there. He used to love her, but the feeling is gone, and he doesn't fight for her. That's the thing. She's telling him these things, and he's just like, okay. So um, Jeffrey Katzenberg um, ordered the scene to be removed from the original cinema release because he thought it would not
1: appeal to children. But it would have made the movie more understandable because, again, from, you know, coming from this millennial type <laughs> view of things, I'm like, yeah, okay, you don't have money. Well, I mean, like, that does suck, but it kind of makes sense why you would want to wait. Yeah, yeah. She, she
0: said that there's distance in your eyes tonight. We're not meant to be. The love is gone. The love is gone. Okay, it's, it's a beautiful song. It okay, really yeah. Is.
1: So in that case, I would have understood more because it's not—it's not about the money. He's just like—he's—he's he's definitely just like thrown himself into business and and is holding off because he doesn't care about her. So I—I that—that makes more sense.
0: Although well, it doesn't make looks...
1: sense—it doesn't make sense in the way that he does—he re- reacts because he's obviously like completely haunted by this this whole oh, yeah. experience.
0: Because actually, Michael Caine's Scrooge duets kind of with her in the song and that's when he starts crying and that's of course when rizzo and gonzo also start crying oh, that's why it's like a oh. very abrupt like they're sobbing all of a sudden yeah
1: oh <laughs>
3: that makes more sense. so yeah oh. it
0: really adds to the depth and emotion of it and because
1: it looks I like should. she's just like bye <laughs> yeah she's it looks like she's the one looking for an out not him you know what i mean well i kind of but rationalized now, it in my head like I'm like, given the
3: era you live in, like her life is at a standstill because she's waiting for you to marry her. And he's just like, yeah, later. I'm like, but you you have to realize she's not like, like, she can't go get a job while she's waiting for you. So she has to like, she's like, you know, an old maid, quote unquote, not getting any younger. And you're like, but I'm not rich enough yet. I'm like, but like, give her somewhere to start. But you're not even doing that. No, so you're, i get i get why she'd get frustrated yeah
1: you're you're absolutely right and i mean like i i thought mm. about that too it's just like one of those things where i was just sitting there thinking like well this would be a totally normal thing to say nowadays <laughs>
2: <laughs> nowadays yeah i didn't i didn't i didn't put that together like that her life is at a standstill because of the time period honestly oh, yeah, absolutely I completely- literally
1: yeah because you, if, if you're she- not starting a family and like doing, you know, like she she doesn't, like what is she doing? You know, that's that's basically what you did back then.
0: Yeah. The one uh, yeah. thing for a woman to do is get married and have kids. Have we not read all the Jane Austen books? And well, she's lucky true. enough that she's engaged to somebody she loves and he won't, yeah. he won't marry
3: her. So she's like, fine, I'm going to go marry some guy I don't love as much because I need my life to get going.
0: Yeah. And, and that's, that's sad for him knows. because
2: he he has his focus on one thing when there needs to be a balance in your life. Mm -hmm. -life Work-life
1: balance. Well, but it's also like, it's, you know, it's obviously very telling though, because, you know, this was, this was, I feel like probably the turning point for him because now that he's, you know, he committed enough to success that now he, he has to pursue it and he has to be the best because if Mm -hmm. he's not, then what did, what did he throw everything else away for?
2: Absolutely nothing. Say it again. (laughs)
1: <laughs> guys can we just
0: say we're going in depth about this and this is a muppets movie that's how again, good
1: it is that's how good because it is but it's because so good every
2: muppets movie is like this though
0: that's why i love the muppets uh, uh, and i mean like obviously uh, the wizard of oz one <laughs> what
1: obviously the story again it's been around for forever so it's not just the fact that it's muppets it's you know like the, the characters that have been created by dickens and by you know but again, just the way that they, that this has been played out, you can see those connections, and you can see like the the, the devastation and all of that because of the way that they did this move.
2: I'm gonna say this, and it might be controversial. Uh oh. Kermit was a better Bob Cratchit than Mickey could ever be.
1: Oh my God! <gasps> you're, you're still so anti-Mickey. I know. It's because you hate Mickey,
3: Bree. You didn't come here for this anti-Mickey slander. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying he
2: gave. You can feel Kermit though.
3: But Kermit like, has two hours to get into this performance. Mickey manages to convey the emotion in 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, ours is you. Ours is coming back. Okay, I, I didn't see Muppet Christmas Carols while I was an adult and I grew up with Mickey's Christmas Carols. So I have a bit of a nostalgic attachment to that one. But, no,
2: I mean, I watched them both, but the Muppets were, they were just my favorite overall. Like, I don't know, like the Muppets, there's just something real about them. You know what I mean? Well, like They are real Brie, in a way. You know. In a way. I just think they, they emote so well. I love them. I want to be their friends. It is well,
1: definitely like, more um, tangible,
2: Kerm-
3: though, like the Muppets. Because mm-hmm. they are interacting with, with humans, so you do, you do feel it a little more with the Muppets. I will, mm-hmm. I will grant that.
0: And Kermit gets that world. awesome song, One More Sleep Till Christmas. Aww, oh, yeah. yeah. And... Iconic, iconic. It's what you have to play every Christmas Eve, right?
2: Mm hmm. It's true. Well, this movie has to be played every year. Yes.
1: Definitely. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's actually a lot of good songs. Like, I feel, I feel like I still have the, the, the one from the, the next one, the Christmas Present Ghost, where that's like, I can't remember the, the lyrics, but that it one's still like Christmas. Huh? It feels like Christmas. Yes. Yeah. feels like Christmas. Like, I still have that in my head. <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite song I, in this whole movie. Yeah, Yeah. I also just like love that that's when, you know, that's when he starts to kind of like, Scrooge starts to kind of, you know, um, smile. Yes, he smiles. He starts dancing a little bit. I don't know. I just think it's very, it's very cool because it's, it's, it's almost like this connection where, you know, revisiting your past can like open, open up things you may have forgotten about yourself. So I think that like he, that journey is already, has already taken, you know, has already done a great service to him.
0: Yeah, and even yeah. as a kid, you could pick up on, like, the fact that he is doing a, kind of like a little dance to it, and he's smiling at the ghost of Christmas present, and you're like, oh, he is slowly opening up. You can pick that up.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And the ghost of Christmas present, definitely Hagrid. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah. <That laughs> Technically, though, this came before that, right? No, I know, yeah. but I'm just saying. Yeah. so... You know,
1: like, he
2: he learned to walk so Hagrid could run. <sighs>
0: <laughs> what did you guys think of Tiny Tim? Oh, uh, my uh, heart, Robin.
1: I was <laughs> so cute, <He's> so tiny. <laughs> he's really Tiny Tim. <laughs> he's just like the sweet, innocent thing that you always think of with Tiny Tim. But because he's like a tiny frog, it's somehow even cuter. <laughs> <laughs> His little scrunched up face. Mm.
0: You totally get why Scrooge is like, I love him. I want to protect him. Yeah, yes, one hundred percent.
3: The cause of his turning a new leaf is is because of how cute Tiny Tim is, and I think that's true in like any version of this story.
1: Well, it's that, but it, I mean, it's like a lot of things. In t- it's it's two things in tandem. It's it's definitely that, and then it's definitely the fact that he, realized that, he realizes that like everyone hates him, including his his nephew because like the ne- like when yeah. they're all in there, you know, and they're they're playing the game, yes or no, which is basically twenty questions. Yes. Uh there <laughs> they're, and then they guess they guess Scrooge and he's just like you can see that he's just like completely crestfallen. Like he's and it's just so sad. I mean like I know that he's he's not a great person in the beginning. But like just seeing anybody get like just that kicked in the heart is is just so awful. It is.
0: Yeah. I think that that also shows like, okay, so he's actually affected by this. Maybe yeah. before this night, he wouldn't have cared what people said about him because obviously he was being an a-hole. <laughs> <laughs> Next is Christmas future. No, it's Christmas yet to come. Yeah, the oh, ghost thank of you, Christmas Vanessa. yet to come. And that is like the creepiest part for me, especially like as a kid. I remember holding my mom's hand.
2: Oh, little Candace. Well, well you
1: know what? I think I think part of that I mean, yes, obviously the ghost itself is is terrifying, but I still think that the the child one was more scary. Oh yeah, the, but, cr- the but, child but, I mean, one.
2: <laughs> I'm with you Vanessa. The child yeah. one's the creepiest. Yeah,
1: but like but, but but you are you are you are kind of like set up for feeling fear be, just because like Gonzo and Rizzo leave because they're Well, like, yeah, they they eat no, I'm themselves. So yeah, they're like I'm so scared. Okay, we're we're leaving. You guys are on your own. Uh we'll see you in the finale.
2: Away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They 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 literally abandon the audience because they're breaking the fourth wall. They're like, we're gonna leave you. Bye.
1: Yeah, so of course so I think so. I think as a kid, for sure, like you're yeah. you're you're being set up to be scared. You're like, okay, this is a yeah. creepy part. Gonzo and Rizzo are gone. I'm freaked out now. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Although I would well, say the it. ghost is like the least scary part of that whole sequence for me like yeah. the ghost is kind of a guy in a in a shroud it's the scenario oh, yeah. that scares me a lot more
1: yeah it's death so I mean yeah. like obviously yeah. like we've seen him before in multiple different iterations of everything so like I think it's almost like I think the most that... familiar thing about the whole scenario right
2: <laughs> well there's like really even no one at his funeral yeah. like they're just like well if lunch is provided then we'll go it's like that's really sad
1: yeah, and just that they're yeah. selling all of his things. Like, and, I mean, like I, I also have of do that too because, again, at the time, people are poor. I, you know, but, but still, just like the callousness with with which they do it. And the sucky, th- the the thing is, is that I'm sitting there going, like Scrooge, you can't be this dense. You know, it's you. Very he doesn't true. Want to admit it, he a- yeah. and I think, yeah, I he think that is the crux. Of he doesn't want to yeah. face it. Yeah, that is the crux of it because, like, that's why he doesn't want to go and look at the grave.
2: No, but I yeah. think Mike uh, Michael Kane does such a good job with that, because even though we know it's him, you at that point almost don't want it to be him, right? Well, of
1: course not. Yeah, of course not. Because that because yeah. we've already seen him. We've seen him open up. We've seen him grow, and we've seen him like that. He's definitely he's seen the way. Like he has seen that he is a terrible person, and that he needs to shape up for lack yeah. of a better term.
0: So he wakes up. And we get Michael Caine singing. And yes. it's Woo-hoo. great. Yes. <laughs> it's thankful heart. Not the best oh, performance,
3: it. but it comes right from the heart, you
0: know? It does. That's the thing is, he's not the best singer, but he just puts so much emotion and love into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. I think with, with like these types of performances, you don't
2: need actors who can sing well. You need actors who... Emote that feeling of, I'm so happy I could sing at this moment.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he... I love
2: being the bunny, guys. Yes. The oh guy my god,
0: who, so cute. The <laughs> one he gives money to get a goose or turkey. Yeah. Because if you guys remember,
2: being the bunny is who sings at first, and he like Scrooge is like, "F you," basically. <laughs> the girls are at <laughs> him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm really glad that, you know, Bean gets a little job to do.
3: <laughs> My oh, favorite are so the little sing- mice that live in the
2: wall.
0: Oh, yeah. They're so tiny and so cute. Yeah. Also amazing. Oh, so when he's singing, he goes back to his office and he gives coal to all the rats that work for him. And apparently kids wrote Brian Henson and it's like, why did the rats get coal? Were they bad? Oh no!
2: Oh no! No! <laughs> I thought they got cold because they were keeping warm. Yes, that's yeah, the see, whole point. we were the yeah. smart kids, Brie. What, that's what? the whole
1: point. That's the whole point. Is that yes, they were they were getting cold to keep warm, right? But kids, but you, but in Christmas, if you get coal in your stocking, it's because you've been bad.
3: Oh right. Well.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's really that, that. Oh, that sucks. <laughs>
3: what did what did Brian Henson say to that, or did he not say anything at all?
0: No, he said he, they didn't realize it until oh, okay. it was too late. <laughs> but Michael Caine still watches this movie all the time. I love that. He says, oh, he, does he really? Yeah. He says oh, he oh, watches oh. it with his grandchildren. It's a good fun film for kids. And of course, it can never grow old, unlike me. Oh.
1: oh. 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 <laughs> love Michael Caine. I love that so much
0: yeah and oh don't you guys love that like gonzo like is tiny tim who did not die and just made it very clear (laughs) tiny tim lives
1: oh yeah 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 it's like he did not die
0: he's gonna die anyway yes he's fine
2: it was one of the moments where like we just need to hound this over the head of all the children well yeah, because not.
1: you know at that point you know you know you don't really know exactly how old the children are who are watching this and you know what their con their their conception of like right. a timeline is so like if you know if if he since he died in the the future one but it's still it's still like you know past you in the in the in the actual timeline of the movie then you might think that he's dead
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah so definitely and i just love that scene they're all like having dinner together and just a bunch of Muppets and
1: humans it's just
3: (laughs) all those Muppets crammed into that tiny house
1: it's a big turkey guys but I don't know if it's gonna feed all of them true (laughs) Scrooge can afford to buy more food if needed that's true
2: you wanna know some of my favorite trivia
0: from this movie go for it yeah
2: well you know how Gonzo is supposed to be Dickens Mm -hmm. do you guys know who Rizzo is supposed to represent
0: the audience
2: the greek choir choir wow wow oh. i couldn't pronounce that right oh. the greek choir yeah it's a really good like storytelling aspect and while he is there to you know be like the humorous sidekick it is really it's just really interesting
3: huh did sense.
2: i just blow your guys's mouth <laughs> <bet.
3: laughs>
2: a muppet rat <laughs> <laughs> it's great it makes me laugh every time Can't I love what it. You
3: got, you got to use. What-
0: yeah, and I just, I think since, like we were saying, it's such a classic tale that we all know. Like, it was one of the stories. Like, I had a picture book of a Christmas Carol that my parents would read me all December, and it they just put like enough of a twist on it to make it their own, but still had that core story to it.
3: Yeah, yeah. They kept the they kept the heart. They kept what matters. Right and then they put that that muppet spin on it which is what makes it so such a timeless like classic what like sets it apart from other adaptations
0: exactly is there anything else any of you would like to add about this amazing movie
1: i am so glad that we did this podcast because as iconic as this movie is i don't know if i've actually seen it before which what i well i probably did as a as a kid but it's like my my brain is like a sieve so <laughs> if i haven't watched if i haven't watched it, haven't watched it in, in quite a few years then i probably then i forget it so um i'm very happy that we did this because it was it, it really got me in the christmas spirit and it uh you know and it was really it was really emotionally moving and i really loved it
2: wait who doesn't watch us every year besides vanessa, apparently, vanessa i mean me doesn't.
1: apparently jesus yes. no, no, no. <laughs> I meant, like
2: besides you is there anyone else here that oh. doesn't watch us every christmas
1: I didn't
3: start watching it until like four or five years ago, just because I don't know how it stayed off my radar. Because I watched all the other Muppet movies as a kid. Just this one never never came up. But since I started watching it, it, it now goes on every year.
0: I bought this on Blu-ray. And guess what? There is a commentary track that includes like Kermit and Gonzo in character. Aw. I love and that. And Kermit would like everyone to know that Miss Piggy is only playing his wife. They're not ah. actually married. <laughs> Just commit, wow. Kermit. It's been how many years? I know. Don't be like
2: Scrooge. Don't leave her hanging. He is kind of like Scrooge.
0: Yeah, let's let's wow. keep him. Got put a ring on it. God, God Kermit. What an
3: asshole! Come on, Kermit. As if he's going to um, do better than Miss Piggy. Like, come on now.
2: No. <laughs> what? I love this movie. I watch it every year. It nothing. This is one of those movies that makes you just feel like it's Christmas. You know, definitely, there's a yeah. couple I have, but this is definitely one of them. Um, it, it never fails to make me laugh. It makes me feel feelings.
0: <laughs> definitely agree. Um,
2: um, if you haven't seen it, uh, take Vanessa's advice and go, go watch it now.
0: Yeah, it's on Disney Plus. So there's and it's playing usually all over tv this time of year so definitely check it out also so if you have feelings about this movie brie tell them how to find us
2: please share your feelings and thoughts with us at (laughs) on twitter first of all because candace is our reign of twitter and she will share in your feelings every day that's at geeky underscore waffle you can find us online at thegeekywaffle.com where we have blog posts written some are written by Arzu, which are really good. So go check those out. And you can find our podcast on there or on every uh, podcast station. Is station the right word? I don't think so. Um platform. platform. There we go. <laughs> on
0: also they're already listening to this, so they know how to find the podcast. That's
2: true. So yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's it for today's episode. We hope you stay geeky and have a happy holiday.